Hi everybody, this is the Fish and Grits Podcast. Hi everybody. Hi you guys. Welcome back. Um, I'm in a better mood today. This is Fish and Grits. Yeah, she finally got some dick, y'all. I'm joking. I'm joking. Can we start I'm over? <laughs> Can we start <laughs> over? <laughs> Can we start over? <laughs> cut, cut, cut. Why are we cutting? <laughs> it was a joke. You didn't like the joke? You didn't think it was I don't funny? want my brother to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's start over. Okay. Wait, one more second. One more second. All right, let's go. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back. This is the Fish and Grits Podcast, episode 21. Somebody definitely said that they was going to stop counting the last episode. Oh, I did. You go, girl. You keep them numbers of the episode. That's because I'm editing an episode, and I know it's 20, so I'm just okay. trying to keep up. But, yes, welcome back. It's a better week than it was last week, mm-hmm. but still kind of And each day is better bad. than the last. Yeah. And it's Black History Month. Yes, we are on day four of Black History Month. We are. Um, some of y'all already kind of fucking the yeah, month up. Y'all are not, already we, we're getting to it. Y'all are already doing the most. So I need y'all to simmer all the way down. <laughs> but oh. um, it's okay. We're going to... We don't have yeah. much planned because didn't really shit happen this week that I could think of. Some of y'all were on y'all best behavior, but some of y'all were questionable, so we'll get to that. You just and I'm not gonna spend too much time on Ted Cruz, but it's too late for that fucking apology. Mm-hmm. And you so, can save that half-ass apology. Yeah, you can shove it. So, um, let's get into the biggest thing that happened this week, which was the Super Bowl. I did not watch. I did eat. <laughs> um. But no, I was in my room watching The Outsiders and I didn't see the <laughs> halftime show until today. Mm-hmm. I heard mixed reviews about it. Like, people were saying, oh, it was good. Some people were like, it was trash. Some people were trying to compare it to Beyonce. And I'm like, oh, girl, y'all kill me with that shit because it's just like, look, not everybody out here is trying to compete with Beyonce. Why can't and, everybody just have their own fucking thing? Like, and I uh, need everybody to understand that Beyonce is not trying to compete with nobody else. But herself, Not, but herself, like, oh, uh, y'all do that. It's so irksome. I did not watch the entire Super Bowl. Um, I only saw the halftime show, and then like I saw a little bit of like the game. I wasn't really like you know checking for it like that. But um, I did. I was really only at this Super Bowl party for the food. So I got there late, ate, saw halftime. I was like, okay, I'm content. I should probably go home. But, yeah, like, a lot of people are definitely trying to say... I saw everybody saying, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is the best Super Bowl performance ever. And, you know, just in my head, I'm just listening. I'm just like, so we going to add, like, Beyonce didn't make the Super Bowl. No, I'm sorry. The Superdome. She didn't make the lights go out. The power yeah, go but out. you also got to understand that that's their opinion, that they feel like it's I the know. best. I know. That's why I didn't say nothing. I don't have time to argue with people that... Like, those are opinions. I don't have time to argue with it. But uh, I thought that it was good. I was a little bit thrown how, like, a lot of people were standing for the fact that J-Lo was stripping on an American live televised event where I know kids and stuff watch it. 
and y'all gave Janet Jackson so much hell back in the day and she didn't even try to expose herself. Justin Timberlake did that to Janet Jackson. Y'all, y'all blackballed this lady. But J-Lo can't have a stripper pole in the middle of the 50-yard line? Yeah, Janet ran so they could, uh, I mean, Janet walked so they could run. Girl, Janet was brutal, brutalized, beat up, dragged up and down the street. She died, she died for their sins. She died girl, for their sins, for real. Girl. She died but, for their um, sins. I was done when I saw J-Lo with the American flag. So, like, as soon as I saw her with the American flag, I, like, turned around. Like, I was like, I'm not watching this no more. And then she bust open with the Puerto Rican flag, and then I was like, I turned back around, and I was like, okay, that was cute. But yeah, it was cool. Um, but I think the controversy that stems outside of the Super Bowl is the wait, fact that what are you finna go into Jay Z and Beyonce? Because I have I was oh, talked about what damn can I say if I like the my bad girl, my bad. Girl, my bad. Um, it was cute. I mean, I don't know what I expected. I mean, I had saw somebody. I mean, at first I wasn't gonna watch it because I didn't really care. Not because I don't care about them, but just because I don't really, I didn't really care about the Super Bowl. I, I did what I was supposed to do. I ate, and then I went and lay down. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm gonna watch it because I know we probably gonna talk about it. It was cool. Like at first, I couldn't tell if Shakira was lip singing or not. She was at the beginning. Okay, I knew Definitely I was crazy. Was. Definitely was. And Lady Gaga had just told y'all the night before, y'all better not be up on that stage lip singing tomorrow. <laughs> I know J Lo was lip singing for her damn mm-hmm. life. Um, but I mean. I thought it was it was cool. It was it like was cute. it was a cute performance. Like it didn't just blow me away. Um, but you know, I also thought it was cool for the leg community to have that type of representation mm-hmm. on a stage like that. You know, Especially I thought Especially in Miami. I thought it was a dope message with, you know, having her daughter daughter and the rest of those kids in those cages as a representation of like what's been happening with like immigration and stuff at the border mm-hmm. this past year. Um, everybody was going off about how, like her daughter can sing better than her, and I'm like, yeah, stop. Um, um, and how we better watch out for her because you know she got her dad's singing talent, and then she can get her mama's dance moves, and if she can get her mama acting skills, she could be the next big thing. But mm. I just thought it was really cool to see, you know, the Latin community, a Latin explosion on stage like that. Yeah. Even though they could have had Gloria Estefan come out there. But you know, and like a lot of people were saying how like uh, Shakira had like a lot of cultural influences from like you know her Lebanese culture and then like the Colombian culture. Like they was making a meme out of her doing the whole yeah. I was confused as fuck until somebody explained (laughs) it to me. I was like, wait, yeah. It could explain it to me. She was like, usually when women do it, like in their culture, they cover their mouth so you can't see their tongue doing all of that. But it's supposed to be like some expression of like thankfulness or gratitude or like, you know, they're just so happy that this is how they're expressing themselves. I think it was just the way she did it. It just seemed like she was doing it to be silly. <laughs> and I think that's what was throwing me off because you hear women make, you know, those calls all the time. Like, like I thought she was going to do that, but not. Like it just looked silly. So when somebody explained it, I was like, ah, okay, I get it. Okay, now mm-hmm. it makes sense. Cause I was like, Shakira, what the fuck? Like, I was like, am I, am I tripping? Like, am, did I just, did she just do that? But yeah, kudos to J Lo and Shakira for you know shutting shit down. Mm-hmm. And literally, the only song that's been in my head since the Super Bowl is 
whenever, whenever. I cannot get this song out of my head. Mm, that wasn't my song. When Hips Don't Lie came out. Oh, yeah. That was too. I love that song. Everybody loved that song. I just, it was a really good, I just, it was a really good song, and I think I liked the video, and they, it was everywhere, because they had it on Verizon wireless commercials, and mm-hmm. MTV used to play videos in the morning, so they always showed that video, and I was like, this is a nice little catchy song, I like this, so, I was like, yeah. okay, I'm glad it's you played that song. Yeah, it is a bop. I mean, J-Lo, test the time. J-Lo has some songs, too, because she started hitting us with that, don't be fooled by the rocks that I have. I also was, like, thrown off by the fact that they took that Beyonce song and that Cardi B song. And like put it into their performance, but I think it was to introduce the audience to Bad Bunny and J Balvin because that's kind of like. And somebody said that. So like originally, uh, Mejente Beyonce is on a remix. There's an original Mejente without Beyonce on it. Ah, okay. Yeah, and then I like it like that. Uh, I think it's a J Balvin song and not Cardi B song. But somebody wrote on Twitter or something like, "It's amazing how." You know, Bad Bunny and J Balvin have used black women like within their career. And, like, it has elevated them up to this level. Because, honestly, a lot of people didn't know about them like that. Well, Maybe. outside of the Latin community, we didn't know about them like that until Beyonce or, like, Cardi B was, like, you know, like, hip to them or, like, conjoined with them. Hmm. So I thought that was an interesting take. Okay. Uh, What were you going to go? You were going to go in about I was going to go to how y'all need to calm down. Calm down. About Jay Z and Beyonce sitting down doing the national anthem, and like I saw a lot of headlines say like Jay Z and Beyonce took a seat during the national anthem, all this type of stuff. First of all, these people are already seated and they decided not to stand up. There's a difference between <laughs> purposely taking a seat and different things like that. I honestly just think that they don't care. But I also remember like being at my HBCU whenever the national anthem would come on, especially like football games, like basketball games and different things like that. We would literally get up and turn our back like on the American flag because we just felt like it did not represent everything that we were experiencing and everything that we were going through. And they were saying like, oh, Jay-Z, you want to be a part of the NFL and take their money and blah, 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 blah. But you can't even show respect for the country. And then Wendy Williams came out and said that whole racist rhetoric about y'all. Well, maybe y'all should just leave America. Oh, like, I didn't hear nothing she said. I saw that, and then I was just it. It frustrates me when people like to say like how disrespectful are y'all? So many people fought for this flag and all that different type of stuff. And I'm like, honestly, y'all, these are personal decisions. If people want, if people feel that passionate about America and want to go fight for America, I am thankful for them. And I'm glad that they, you know, decided they want to do that for us. But don't feel like I need to hold like that high regard to the American flag just because I live here. Like our experiences are not the same. So we're going to honor that flag and look at it completely differently not how y'all want us to look at it but how we feel fit to look at it those are my two cents on that because y'all are wilding and it's not that deep it's really not that deep Mm. at first I was surprised they were even at the game but then Mm -hmm. I remembered that he just signed a deal with them so he probably is obligated to show his face yeah um do I care that they stood up no I don't care either do I even care that they were there? No, because I didn't watch the game. Um, I do want to commend Demi Lovato for singing the national anthem because she did a really good job. I missed that. I didn't even but see that. She, she sang her ass if I could hear it from in my room. She was singing the fuck out of it. But 
Other than that, Hey, do y'all? I, I did see that uh, that inspire for change thing. I think that they're doing with the NFL. Mm-hmm. They did have a commercial that was shown that was showcasing uh, gun violence with police and young black men, and I was mm-hmm. shocked that they showed that commercial. Mm-hmm. I ain't watched no commercials either, other than yeah. the Marvel stuff that I got on. Uh, I saw on the internet. I didn't watch shit. No commercials from Super Bowl. Yeah. And I heard and they then I, weren't even that great this year. So yeah, they weren't hitting on nothing. And then I also uh, read his New York Times interview that Jay Z did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they like asked him about the whole Colin Kaepernick name uh, thing. And then Jay Z just basically said like, "What happens after Colin Kaepernick? Like he took a knee, like you know, three years ago." Blah 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 blah. He was like. I have no problem taking the bullet and taking all the criticism when I know that injustices and different things that happen to like people across this country. He's like, I'm willing to like be that sacrificial lamb in so many words. <laughs> and a lot of people like taking like quotes and stuff out of context. Like people are like copy and pasting what they want to copy and paste. I was like, y'all do oh y'all doing like I really just hope people read for themselves and form their own opinions. And that's pretty much it. Not saying mm-hmm. everything that he said in the interview was like correct or like justify his actions, but it was just like I guess I can see where he's coming from. Mm. Okay. Do we have something else to talk about? Uh, you want to talk oh, about... let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> We said it at the same time. I just remember it was Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan See, I'm not mad at I'm not mad at Megan. I don't know why. I'm not mad at her. I just feel like her taste of men just Okay, yeah, that's the point. That's the point right there. I think it you... just puzzles me. Yes, and I, that's, that's, that's a strong it. P- mm-hmm. it's a strong P because I'm confused. Mm-hmm. Like that's sis. It. That's it. I'm confused by the fact that Jeezy got a whole ass model girlfriend that was just posting about him. But you're grabbing Meg's ass and you're kissing and, and biting on her face. Off her and she let you do it. And Meg, please, bitch, I, I wish you would insult my intelligence and say that he's just a friend. Because you did the same shit with Trey Songs and I let it slide because y'all really didn't do shit that indicated that there was more to it. <laughs> but you don't let no, no random ass nigga or no friend touch on. Like, I just feel like I wouldn't let no friend do that to me, especially no friend I knew was taken. And he posted a picture of her on his Instagram with like hearts, with heart emojis. I just don't understand. I'm like, I don't even fuck that he's white. It's just like, he's not, a, I don't get it. First it was mm-hmm. Moneybag, yo. And I was like, mm-hmm. for a while. A little, a little questionable there too. It's just. And, and then you played it off, but then she played it off as if they was just fuck buddies. Like, it was just like, we ain't really together. It's just like, he there for dick and that's it. And then the Trey song shit happened. And then it was it was kind of some stuff with her and Wiz Khalifa. But, you know, that wasn't... It was just a video, but they had really good chemistry. They looked cute together. But this shit, I'm just like, man, girl, it's so many niggas that you could date. Girl, they big crit. They... I finna say J. Cole, but he taking. They, um... <laughs> I don't know. Big crit was just the first thing that came to my fucking head. Date him. Just... They somebody of your stature. Like, you're not... And my brother was like, oh, it's publicity. But I'm like, Meg doesn't need publicity. Like, if this is for publicity, like, you don't need it, Meg. You don't need it. You really don't. So, I hope it ain't for publicity. But I'm just like, girl, step your taste up. Cause... Ooh, if y'all could mm-hmm. see my face right now. If y'all could just see my face. 
And I'm okay with her, like, dating and enjoying herself, everything like that. But I'm just looking at these selections. I'm I'm really trying to understand what her preference is. And maybe she don't have one. Maybe she just, like, vibes and energy. Maybe it's Girl. penis big. Maybe it's Maybelline. I, just, I don't fucking I, know. The only reason that I really know G-Eazy because they said that he cheated on Halsey and, like, really treated her bad and things like that. And Lana like, Del Rey. They he dated she, Lana Del yes, Rey. They said he left her for Halsey. Now we find, and I remember when Halsey came out and kind of like hinted, you know, that their relationship wasn't the best, you know, mentally and physically and stuff like that. And then his model chick like clowning his ass on Instagram. So I'm just like, you a fuck boy. You're a mm-hmm. fuck boy. That's what it sounds like to me. And I'm like, Meg, I mean, you could write a good album out of him, but I wish the fuck you would let this white boy play you. Mm-hmm. I'll bop your ass. Because there's no way. But you know what? She is young. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let it slide. She going to live her life. You know, we said the same thing about care. Cardi B and mm-hmm. Austin. Show did. And he um, kept fucking up. I, but girl, don't let him impregnate you. Either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so serious. And I, I just, I don't know. I just don't get it. I was just like, because another video I saw came out where they was in the club together. Mm. And I was just like, for why? For why? <laughs> Two words that don't belong together, just like Meg and G-Eazy. Oh. For why? What would be that relationship name? Meg Jeezy? G the Stallion? Ooh, G easy to stallion. Um, he ain't no stallion. Gig, M easy, M easy. Let's not encourage you. Let's stop. Yeah, we, let's, we, let's stop. we speaking this shit into existence. Our ancestors gonna gonna get us. Okay, I'm taking it back. I rebuke it. Um, and I <laughs> And then Zendaya and Jacob. Elordi. First of all, what's funny is because of the picture, you can't see like, I couldn't recognize him with the glasses and the hat. So I'm like, who is this Jacob dude? I, I just mm. kept looking and then I think I got one side glimpse. So I said, I know she is not dating Nate from you. <laughs> Nate. <fucking> for you. <laughs> so I typed his name. I went to the cast and I was like, it's fucking Nate from you. We all hate Nate. I think that's the most hated character right now on TV. And between him and Tariq, I just don't oh. know who gets the crown. <laughs> For See, me. I keep envisioning that Tariq gonna die, so I kind of like just X him out of my memory. Yeah, I just, I'm like, you know, Zendaya, I'm not mad. I just, I guess I was confused because I'm like, damn, I thought she was dating Tom Holland, even though that was never confirmed. That was all a rumor. But <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, oh, okay. Like, this seems random, but okay. You know, but she says they're best friends. I'm like, best friends, don't do the things that you are doing. Right. So, lie again. <laughs> no, but um, for real. I mean, but, you don't owe um, us shit, but girl, you don't. Up. But I wanted to tell you what I uh what I tried to do for Euphoria. What did you try to do? Oh, your girl uh, was interviewed by Rihanna, by the way. Who? The girl that plays Maddie. You lying. What is it? You ain't sending that to me. I think I saw it and I was like, I need to tell Destiny this and I just forgot. Rihanna did some spread in a magazine where she interviewed Lena Way, her, and a couple of, and the lady who started the Me Too movement, the black lady who did that, and her a couple of other. Alexa Demi. 
Yeah. I don't fucking know. I know her name is Problematic Maddie. But she interviewed like four or five women. How'd she eat that? I don't know. Maybe Rihanna watched the show and really fucked with her. Her character. Okay. So they had an open casting call for Euphoria. And <laughs> you was, your ass was about to go audition, weren't you? So all you had to do was send in an audition tape. The role was, this. I think the person name was Alex or something. And she was a stripper. Uh, she this was problematic. Me. Listen, she was problematic. They like they wrote all this stuff. She was a stripper, problematic. She doesn't know how to read a room. Her temper gets to like the worst. Of her and then like they ask you all these questions. Like, when was the last time you had like a really like hard night of partying? Please describe in detail. Don't worry if like it's too much. Or when was the last time that you let your anger get the best of you? And I think like the other question was describe like a perfect day or describe like one of your worst nightmares that you ever dreamt. I was like, this is dark as hell. But you were seriously going to audition to be a problematic stripper only because you wanted to get close to her, right? And I'm thinking like, who would this character like be close to in the show? Like, you know, you start thinking like, it could be, what's her name? It could be Rue. It could be. I think uh, it's Rue. No, it could be what's what's Not the, Rue. what's, what's the Jules. Jules. It could be Jules. I think it was Jules. Or it honest. could be Maddie. Or it could be Nate's bitch ass. You know who I think it is? I think it's either Jules or Nate's dad. And he goes but to the strip club sometimes. Destiny. I know he like boys. No, Destiny. <laughs> Destiny. You were really gonna try to be a problematic stripper. Mm-hmm. So you can get close to Maddie. Get that check, honey. You really just want to be close to Maddie. I was going to fuck that shit up, too. I would have had me a, a Emmy. Best supporting actress. Girl. Y'all can't tell me nothing. Yeah, mama would have beat the shit out be. of you. I wasn't she even... I told... Beat. I didn't even tell nobody about it. Like, I was just going to do it and see what happened. She was going to beat the black off of you. And then I saw the other day that Azealia Banks said uh, she had a callback from Euphoria. And I was like... I guess. That bitch is perfect for that fucking ride. I know. She needs something to fucking do anyway, so please. When I saw that, I was like, ew, but okay. Please, give her something to do. Please. I hope she get the shit. But then she gonna find a way to fuck it up for herself. Okay. It's Black History Month. I'm gonna be nice. Um, Is that everything? Uh, Yeah. Well, like we said, there was not much. So that is going to conclude our topic segment. And we're going to now move into Welcome to Adulthood. Once again, for like the 1500th time in a row, I do not have uh, a Welcome to Adulthood. You know, I didn't have one last week, but I lucky had one off of yours. So Mm -hmm. thank you for that. But Mm -hmm. I don't have one this week, so I'm going to let Daya take it away. So, my welcome to adulthood is trying to find cost-effective, but nice, pretty furniture. So, as of now, I have this big, empty-ass space in my bedroom, and I need a sofa. But I need a sleeper sofa. And then I also need this sleeper sofa to have storage in it, just because I need storage. Why is everything so expensive? <laughs> and then you get on Wayfair 
or you find one perfect color every day until you start reading the reviews and then everybody's like such an unhappy camper in the reviews i'm like what is wrong with y'all it's like a lovely couch this one too hard oh it came destroyed in the box all this type of stuff and then you go look at something else that's like you know what these have amazing reviews the couch costs a thousand some fucking dollars i don't need that but it's so cute so that's really what i've been dealing with and then I just recently redid my bathroom and I'm just looking at like all the money like start piling up and I'm really trying to budget so I just need to you know my welcome to adulthood is I guess is me revamping something in my apartment once a month or maybe once every two months because I just your girl ain't got the funds for it and then I guess another part of my adulthood is I do need to be budgeting but I do a lot of impulse buys like I bought us some tickets last Friday that I definitely told you 30 minutes before I bought them tickets that I wasn't gonna buy them tickets yeah I was like and I ended up buying them anyway (laughs) but uh yeah I just need to budget and get my life together before you know I be out here living paycheck to paycheck because it's getting paid once a month I'm not about that life I don't know how y'all do it it ain't for me (laughs) but yeah that's it okay we're gonna take a quick break and be right back Okay, so the tickets thing. Okay, so you got the money, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're trying to fly into, into Atlanta, Atlanta and then ride back with me to Mississippi. Like, how is this? Are you staying Is in that the plan? But, okay, I are guess you I can see my family. Oh, so you don't, you don't. So where was you going to stay in Atlanta? I thought you said we were staying with your brother. No, I'm saying, like, after... I got to go back I, to listen, Mississippi. I didn't know if this was just a Friday, Saturday, and I leave out Sunday type thing. We can do Friday. Like, I can take off that Friday, but mm-hmm. I would have to drive in. So, like, I wouldn't make it. That's about one or two. Six hours. Yeah. But I, so I was like, if not, if you coming in at Saturday, which seems like a lot, because I, I have to go back Sunday to go to work for Monday, but I thought you were coming in for Jay's birthday. So I thought that. You were just going to fly into Atlanta and just come back with me and then, I guess, either fly out of New Orleans how or am I gonna get? Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, I would drop yeah. you off at home or if you don't, I don't want to meet me or something. Like, I don't mind doing it. But I got to go All back right. this Sunday. But So I'm like, wait, are you going to? Are you going to? Flying to Mississippi? Or... <laughs> are you going to? Are you going <laughs> to? Are you going to stay in Atlanta? Like. So All right, I, I need to figure that out. I need to yeah. figure that part out. That's why I'm like, Please. let me know. So if that's the case, if you want to do a Friday through Sunday, well, for me, it's going to be Friday through Sunday any fucking way. But if you're going to do that, I need to take off. I need to put in my time now. That's my this last person day. impulse vibes. You did that shit. You talking about some... shit no, first of all, you didn't even text me back that night. And so when? I'm like, well, because oh, that about night I was ticket? like, yeah, and I was like, well, I guess we're not going because she never texted me back. And then I look at my phone, and you're like, no, I need to save my money. And next thing I know, you said, oh, I got the tickets. It was just an opportunity. I couldn't miss out. And I'm like, wait, so did you get the tickets or no? And then you was like, yeah, I got them. And so I was like, okay, well, how much I owe you? And you was like, oh, $75, but then there's plus fees. And when you showed me it was 91 I was like, what the fuck did we pay 15 extra dollars for? Girl, the service fees. Are we getting food? Drinks? The fuck? Man, I hate shit like that. They do that shit at concerts too. I hate that shit. (laughs) 
what the fuck am I serving? Like, what are you serving me or what am I getting served? I don't understand. Like, what is that extra fee for? Because if I needed that extra 15, I would have been fucked. But I don't. So I had just got paid too. So I'm like, perfect. But yeah, we need to figure that out. So I, think I, can, I also. So you was going to be like, fuck Jay, huh? You was just going to be like, fuck Jay. I was not going to say fuck Jade. But it just never occurred to me like how I was going to go about doing it. How long is the drive? Six. I mean, I can do the drive in five and a half. Road trip. Mm, I figured out. Like you said, but you said it was more expensive to fly to Atlanta than it would be to just fly home. Girl, you talking about to fly to Jackson? Yeah, that's what I was asking. You said it's more. You said Atlanta is the most expensive right now. Yeah, I don't know why. It's but whenever I do fly to the south, like Atlanta, Mississippi, New Orleans, it's always expensive, and it's just like I don't why? understand why because Atlanta should be a straight two hours. It should be cheaper, right? Two three mm-hmm. hour flight, yeah, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. no layover. Like, damn, y'all keep be... on. I'm a fly spirit. <laughs> Ugh, girl, I'm sorry. That's beneath me. <laughs> That's beneath me now. <laughs> beneath me too. Shit. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I would pay more to fly Delta, JetBlue, whatever. I would never stoop Can't that low to fly right Spirit. Place, I'm sorry. Spirit is just atrocious. And with Spirit, I know it don't come to Mississippi. So if you were trying to come to Jackson, Spirit don't come here. You only got Delta, American. I and... know. What's the other one? Delta, uh, American, and is it United or JetBlue? Yeah, I think I think United flies there. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you should just come in to Atlanta and then just fly back with, just drive back with me, and then see your see your your daughter for her birthday. All right, so welcome back. This is our homegrown segment where we talk about all things Mississippi, whether that be food, events. Fun facts, news, all that jazz. So, uh, it came to my attention last week that there's a mall we had here called Metro Center. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, wasn't it like the first mall? It was. It was here before North Park Mall, which is like our other mall that kind of took all of Metro Center's business. But like Metro Center used to be the shit back in the day. Like it was a really nice mall. Everybody used to shop there. Um, it's in, is that West Jackson? Which one? Metro Center. It's located in West Jackson, it's right? Like, That's West Jackson. Jackson. No, it has to be West Jackson. You sure? Yes, because you can also get, you can go to Clinton that way. I'm oh, okay. pretty sure that it's yeah, West Jackson. you're right. So it's located in the West Jackson area. Really big property. Um, a couple of years ago, it got shut down. You know, they had Sears, but then that closed down. They had Burlington. They ended up moving that closer to the other mall. So people lost a lot of jobs. A mall that a lot of people had memories, you know, uh, invested in and like businesses. All that got shut down. And it's just been sitting there. The only thing that you can go to the mall for is to pay your water bill. That is it. And I think there's wow. like a free healthcare clinic. Like, the last time I went over there, like, it was grass overgrowing all over the parking lot and stuff. It just looked like it was like a desert. But just last week, a black woman by the name of Emily Sanders just bought the mall for $10 million. Wow. Um, and she took ownership uh, of the property on December 31st. 
with Overby, Overby, is that Overby? Overby, Overby Inc. Um, and she has plans to like renovate the mall and modify it. Um, she said she's going to fill the vacant stores with businesses and many of the restaurants will be returning to the food court. Um, she has plans to modernize and revitalize the mall, but she also wants the original feeling she remembers when she shopped at Metro Center with her children years ago. Um, I feel like I saw somebody say that she was going to have go-karts in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it was on Instagram, and now I feel like I have to go and find it. Give me one second, because I have to go over there. <laughs> it's going to take her a minute to, like, you know, True, but okay, yes, I found it. This is the largest mall in Mississippi. This mall is 1,250,000 square feet. Um, she's gonna have an entertainment center for kids with go karts, a trampoline center, and more. There are also plans to have a barber school and a barber shop, as well as a beauty school and a full service hair salon. The food court is coming back. Several vendors have shown interest in storefront space and plans to have studio apartments in the mall as well. What? So it was shut down in 2018, but it was open for 39 years. Um, I think that's so dope. It's Black yeah. History Month. You know, I feel like it's, that building is just sitting there and nobody was doing anything about it. And I didn't get to experience Metro Center in its heyday. Like, I hear my you mom did? and other people, no. Even we when we like, was younger, you still didn't see Metro still was on something when we were like little, little. Like little. I don't feel like it was. Like I feel like the memories I have of it, it was like a, a it was deserted. It was hardly anybody there. I like I can remember memories. I can remember times going into North Park Mall and it being super crowded in the summer because everybody was there. Like mm-hmm. in high school. Like I remember one day right before school started, I went to the mall with Simone and like it was hella people from JPS there. I feel like I never. There was never a time I went to Metro Center and it was just full to capacity, full of people. Do you I know like, when I remember going to Metro? When when you when went to Macadelli? No, I remember Metro being on and popular. When one, my, I went to the movie. It was a movie theater that was on the back of Metro. I remember going to that movie theater when I was younger. I remember that when in my daycare we used to, they used to always take us to Piccadilly. Remember Piccadilly was in Metro? No, on and popping. I remember like, Piccadilly is in Medical Mall, and I remember a movie that to be in behind North Park, but I don't remember none of that stuff. Being it was a part of definitely, Metro. it was definitely in Metro because that's my first time seeing Players Club, and I knew I was too young to be watching it. Girl, who the fuck took you to see that? First of all, I took my brother. They ain't had nobody to keep me, so they all took me. <laughs> I don't okay. really remember it like that. Well. I'm just happy that it's, they're going to renovate it and reopen it, and you're going to have businesses, schools, apartments, entertainment. You know, I, I know people who are, like, older than me who remember going there in, like, the 80s and 90s and, mm-hmm. like, going there to play the arcade or remembering how nice it used to be when it first opened up and when it was, like, really booming with business. Then North Park opened up, and a lot of people started going over there. And now, to me, North Park is, like, starting to become a desert land. Even though they did some renovations to it, people will be wanting to go to the outlets or they want to go to um, Flowood or they want to go to the Renaissance to shop. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm just glad that now it's owned by a black woman and that it's not just going to be sitting there collecting dust anymore. She's going to modernize it, revitalize it. And now, that could be a good space and a good attraction 
for that area. And that's how you help build that area back up. Yeah. Like, this is a good step in the right direction. People going to want to move over there. You're talking about apartments. People going to want to move over there. You're talking about business. People, people going to want to shop there, you know, eat there, play there. People going to want to move closer, move back into the neighborhood. It might make yep. property values go up. Yep. Like, there's just, it's so much more than just Ooh. opening a mall. There's mm. just so much that's into this. And the fact that it's a black woman that owns it now, it's yeah. perfect. So, that is my homegrown. I don't know how long it's going to take to, like, you know, revitalize it and, like, do all those renovations. But, you know, I am very happy for Metro Center and for that woman and people who live in that area. And I just can't wait to see the finished product in a couple of years. So that concludes Dang. my homegrown. Um, now we're going to move into TV, movies, and music. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> real quick, the Fast and Furious trailer came out, Fast and Furious 9, mm-hmm. and it's so fucking ridiculous that I literally was crying laughing at what I was watching. Oh, my God. Like, I was a little under the influence when I watched it on Friday. So, at first, I was like, wait, did I really just see what I saw? But then I started watching other people react to it and review it, and I'm like, no, this this is really this is really what's going to be in this movie. The trailer is fucking four minutes long. You they lying. show the whole goddamn movie. I want you to go watch it. Nope. They show the whole goddamn movie in the trailer. And just the shit that they are doing is just like it defies all logic and physics. It's like if this shit really happened this person would be dead. Like this car somebody told have... me that somebody came back to life they had died yes. in the fast for the future. Yes. They bring back Oh my god! I just, but a part of me low key want to see it because I just feel like the time I've invested in watching all eight up until this point and Hobbs and Shaw, I feel like I would have to go see it to really be like, damn, that really happened. And I just kind of feel like we've gotten to a point where it's like we know the shits don't make any sense. Like it stopped being mm-hmm. about car races a long time ago. These motherfuckers can fight like spies. You know, right. they can catch cars with their bare hands. When it literally they, just used to be about racing a car. They can, you know, slingshot a fucking car from one mountain to the next. They can fucking leapfrog from one building to the next. I just don't understand. And they make so much money. I just know that when I was watching that trailer, I was like, this shit is so stupid. I just kept saying it. I was just like crying, laughing like this makes no sense. But people are going to buy tickets and go see this shit. Mm-hmm. Because it's an action movie. And at this point, it doesn't have to make sense. You know, no one is taking it seriously. But I'm just like, who was in the room and somebody said this? Somebody said it was like, this. oh, this could be a bomb idea. Listen. Was there anybody in the room that was just looking around like, but how? how is it possible? <laughs> how are you going to make it make sense? And somebody be like, oh, it doesn't matter. That's exactly what it happened. just looks cool. People are still gonna go see it. That's exactly what they said. Oh, and it's just like to me, they lost their luster after Paul Walker died because it's hard to just get into the franchise knowing that like a key pivotal figure who helped make these movies what they are is mm-hmm. not there anymore. But see, they're gonna CGI his ass in the next one for sure. You wait, for girl. Sure. Just wait. Because his brother already had to come in in the, in the last movie before he passed away that he was filming. He had to come in and like 
do some of his scenes because they look a lot alike. And I'm like, that's all they're going to do. They're going to put the brother back in there, you know, dub his voice over, you know, get some clips of Paul Walker from the past movies. And that motherfucker is going to be back. It's going to be back. And I just, who else they going to bring back this dead? Bring back Wonder Woman. Bring her ass back too. Just bring everybody back. No one mm-hmm. dies in the Fast and Furious universe. These motherfuckers goddamn immortals. I don't get it, but that's all I want to say about <laughs> Fast and Furious. It was just a funny trailer. Um, did you have anything? Power didn't come on this week, so we can't nope. shit on that. But I saw um, somebody say that I watched the leaked episode of Power and y'all finna be mad, 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 big mad. And I'm like, I hate I even read this. Because <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't even want to think about what she's talking about. What would mad. make y'all mad? I mean, I feel like at this point... I think what would make me mad is if Ghost is actually dead. And I mean, <laughs> what else can I expect? Because literally every episode they talk about how he's either been slain, gunned down, murdered, they use a different uh, synonym every time. Is, exactly. Like, they make it so clear that he's dead. And I'm like, I cannot be I, shocked that if this man, like, lives, I can't be shocked that he's dead. Like, I can't. I think the only thing that will make y'all mad is that or if Tariq, which I feel like at this point, Tariq is the one that shot him. He gotta, go. <laughs> he gotta go. And if he don't die, which he probably won't. He gotta go. Or if they kill Tasha or something. I don't know. I don't even know they would really make y'all mad, but I just know that, like, those are the only possibilities. But I firmly believe that he's not dead, and I don't even watch this piece of shit show anymore. So, I just think he's alive. They're gonna fast and furious that shit. Just bring back dead characters. but And I think Angela is alive, too. We gonna see. They gonna ride off into the sunset together. In Cuba somewhere. <laughs> he gonna be like fuck yeah and fuck Tariq <laughs> and yeah they knew nothing to nobody she's never around so don't do that little child like that but yeah power didn't come on um, a lot of stuff didn't come on because of Super Bowl I mean do you we can't talk about you know what let's talk about this is this you didn't watch it though I'm not talking about the episode I'm talking about the one with Randall and Part his anxiety? One. Yes. He gotta get that together. My man wasn't sleeping. I can't sleep. I can't eat anymore. He, can't. he wasn't. He couldn't concentrate at work. Randall was doing a lot. And the dude was trying to get him to like go to therapy. And Randall Who was, was like, trying no. to get him to go to therapy? Malik's dad. Remember when he came over there and he was like, I saw you at the town hall. He was like, you know, I thought you were going to grill me. He was like, nah, I figured like you had got enough from everybody else. And he was like, I noticed you weren't doing okay. And Malik told me that y'all had a break in. And a long time ago, I was having similar issues where I would just snap at the drop of a hat. And I started talking to my preacher. And Mm -hmm. then my preacher recommended a therapist and like it really helped. But you know, Randall's so damn stubborn. I don't know if he actually what, gonna go get the help. I don't know what it is he's scared of. Why do I feel like we talked about this? I think we did. Did we talk about this last week? 
No. Or maybe we talked about it on the phone. Yeah, we probably did, but Randall definitely needs to go get some help. Yeah, I just don't know what he's scared of. Like, I don't... And I feel like we've seen how Kevin has grieved his dad by, you know, going off to Vietnam and trying to, like, you know, figure out who he was before, you know... Yeah. He got married and had kids. And in that necklace he has of his dad's. And we know how Kate has grieved not having her dad there because, you know... She was the apple of his eye. She was the only girl, you know, that was just, that was just dad. But I feel like we've never really seen how Randall has grieved that death. You know? Yeah. So I just, I'm wondering if that's what's going to happen this season. And given the fact that the pressure of being a councilman and your mom maybe having Alzheimer's or dementia and, you know, it just seems like it's a lot piling up on his shoulders. And that break-in really just didn't help matters, especially knowing he had just came back from, like, visiting his mama. And he got to keep that lie up because she don't want nobody to know what's going on with her. So I'm just, like, I just want him to go to therapy. Like, Beth can't talk to him. Malik's daddy couldn't get through him. And he ended up breaking his damn wrist, you know, punching that man in the face for trying to jack that woman. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to fuck him up worse than that because I thought he was just going to let out all his anger and anxiety and stuff on his right. face. But he managed to stop himself from going further than that. But I just, I'm just like, Randall, I want you to get some help because it's not healthy. Remember when he was curled up in his office, season mm-hmm. one, and, and Kevin had to go had to in come there? Get him. Yep. I was just like, that was some scary shit. You know? He so got I'm it bad, like, too. Yeah, like, I just want to know what he's scared of with going to therapy. Like, what what is he afraid of and I feel like you know maybe this season we'll get into like how he's grieving that not having his dad around anymore because I feel like we've seen everybody else go through it and learn how to cope with it but he just hasn't and Randall just everything gotta be perfect everything has to be controlled you know like I just I just don't want him to have a fucking bad anxiety attack and end up in the hospital it's gonna happen because Randall don't know better. He don't know how to sit down. And Kevin can't always be his anchor. He's not gonna always be around. So I don't know. Was was the episode with Kevin good? Mm-hmm. I'm sick of him and Sophie. That's all I'm gonna say. I know I don't know what happened. The last episode it looked like they slept together, and I'm like, but this bitch has a whole fiance. So how did this even happen? But I'm tired. Yeah, you just gotta watch it. I'm tired of him and Sophie. I just really want Kevin to get a relationship and stick to it. I really liked him with the cousin. She played games sometimes, you know, but I really liked them together. But I'm just tired of him and Sophie. It's not cute the way it is with him, with his dad and Rebecca. Um, But then again, they haven't really shown us Kevin and Sophie's relationship as much. So maybe that's why I can't really get into it because like, we just got to watch it. Mm, okay. It'll show well, you some. It'll show you some things that, like, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Oh shit! Did that it make sense. you root for them at all? The same way we like Toby and Kate, mm-hmm. and the same way we like. Mm-hmm. Really, definitely makes you root. We were rooting for you because when you look at Sophie and Kev, literally the only person who fucked everything up every single time was who? Kev. Kevin. Yeah, but so you can't hate Sophie. 
No, it's not that I don't hate her. It's just that like I got so exhausted with the whole okay, y'all used to be married and then y'all got a divorce and then you realize after sleeping with the girl in, in the play you were in that Sophie was the one you were still in love with. But then you broke up with Sophie again because you realized you didn't want to have kids. So y'all parted ways. And then and you broke her heart again for the second time. And then you get with um, the cousin. Mm-hmm. You y'all move in together, and then she tells you she doesn't want kids after mm-hmm. you realize you actually did want kids. And then you go and you visit Sophie again, and you were kind of seem disappointed, or you were kind of hurt a little bit that she was engaged. And it's just for me, I'm just like I'm so tired of this. I just want y'all, if y'all gonna be together, just be together. But I understood that maybe back then Kevin just was not in the right headspace to give Sophie what she needed, but it gets so exhausting seeing him constantly go back to her. Because I feel like that would really fuck with me if every time I'm trying to move on, you just find a way to come back. It is like, when I was willing to give you everything, give you my all, and I thought we were on the same page, you kept pulling the rug out from under me, and that shit just gets on my nerves. I just want him to find somebody and stick with him. It's not always going back to Sophie. But then Sophie called him when her mom died. So she kind of drug him back in. I just need to figure out how we got in the bed together. So I'm going to watch it. Wait, so you watched the episode with his with her mom's funeral? No, remember, um, remember oh, the episode yeah. where he went on a date with that girl and he found out that she was his hot, he was her hall pass and yeah. Sophie called him. And mm-hmm. then when Randall called him, he was like, um, Sophie's mom died, so I'm down, I'm back at home to, you know, da 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 da. And then yeah. the episode ended where he woke up and we see we pan over and he's in the bed with her and he has no shirt on. So see I thought the military lady was who his future wife fiance was gonna be. Oh, I you need to watch the episode. You need Fuck! to watch the episode. Okay, I'm you sorry. To, you need to watch the episode. Okay. So I'm I'm probably not gonna watch it. If I can get done editing this episode, and I probably won't, I need to finish watching The Outsiders, and then I'm going to watch the, the episode from last week, tonight, because yeah, now I'm curious. Now I'm real curious. Yeah, okay. Okay. Is there anything else? TV, um, music? No, I think it was good. Okay. Well, you know, like you said earlier, this wasn't going to be a long episode. Nothing much really happened um, outside the Super Bowl. Um... Be on the lookout for that playlist. Fish, I mean, not fish and grits. DNA playlist volume six. It either should be out or it's coming out soon. Um, Follow us on Twitter at fish underscore underscore grits. No Instagram yet, but one coming soon. I feel like I'm going to have to start it because you don't ever be on there. Wow. Um, And yeah, you know, episode 21. See ya. Bye. Bye.